hello, it's Josephine here and I am excited today because we are nearing our show week for all of our beautiful studio owners. A lot of you will be having your show come up soon, your concerts, your end of year productions, all that jazz. And some of you are in the Dunn Club. Yay to you. Most of us are not. So <laughs> if you're struggling and you're finding yourself, you know, uh, swimming without a life raft in this big, deep ocean of production week, then I have the thing that will help you. So you're going to be checking out my show checklist in this episode. So even if you've done it before, you've already got one, maybe uh, this will still help you think about the things you didn't think about before. Um, if you don't have one at all, or if you're interested in seeing my show checklist, then uh, you can download that for free. And so just head to the show notes and that's at josephinelancuba.com forward slash show checklist. But for now, we're going to go through all the things that I do in preparation for show. And this has kept me sane. This has kept me sane, I must say, because yeah, anyway, I'll get into it in the show. <laughs> I'm ready to have like all the conversations before the theme intro even starts. See that? I'm just, I'm just so energized. I'm so excited because of the checklist. I love a good checklist and I hope you do too. Okay, let's do it. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lancuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Hello, I am here ready for show week and yeah, I'm here for it. I hope you're here for it too. Don't get me wrong, it can be super overwhelming and there's all the things that you've got to do and there's nothing like a good checklist to get you through. Now, I, funnily enough, this is actually a really funny story because when I used to do checklists, I used to do it manually on paper. I had like a book of the year, like a, you know, like an exercise book, an A4 exercise book and every year I would get a new one. Uh, this was before I was a bit more tech savvy, I suppose. Still not that long ago though, I gotta say, but I do love good pen to paper. I'm a bit old school like that. But anyway, I used to do a checklist on paper every year. And every year I would, when I got my new A4 exercise book, I'm laughing at myself already. I would go and find the old show checklist in the old exercise book from the year prior and rewrite it manually pen to paper again and add things and adjust it. And then it was funny because my, my husband, who's an analyst and very like on top of this sort of stuff, um, he says to me, 
why don't you just do a digital checklist and then you can just like reuse it? (laughs) And I went, holy moly, you're a genius. Isn't that funny? I didn't even consider it being digital. Now, this is years ago. Now I'm like all over Google um, Drive. You know, I've got spreadsheets and systems online and all the bits and pieces and I use Trello boards and all the stuff. But back then, like a few years ago, it didn't even occur to me (laughs) that I am wasting all this time trying to find the old one, the old checklist and rewriting it by hand. Anyway, those days are gone. I now have a spreadsheet that I use. Um, I'm going to transfer this to you guys um, as a free download, like I mentioned. Um, and yeah, and, and a PDF version as well. So depending which way you like to swing, if you're a ticker box on a PDF print or if you're a checklist and a spreadsheet kind of kind of gal or guy, then um, then yeah, I've got those um, solutions for you. And again, they're in the show notes. But let me go through it a little bit. Okay, so like I said, used to be super old school, did it pen to paper, realized that that was not the most productive way. What I like to do is I like to keep a template, a generic template of my show checklist. And these are all the things that I need to do, not just on show week, but in preparation for show week. They're not necessarily in any particular order, but I do have a column for priority. So, which I'm going to go through now. Okay, so... I'll go through the checklist on the spreadsheet. Like I said, on a PDF where you just tick boxes, it's a bit different because there's no particular order. So you just do things and then you check them and tick them as you go. But in a spreadsheet, you can actually sort your spreadsheet. Um, And for anyone that's not spreadsheet savvy, I totally get it. But if you're in Excel, you literally just go to that top left-hand corner. Um, It's like a little gray blank cell. You click that and it highlights the entire it highlights the entire spreadsheet and every single cell. And then you literally just go to data. And then in the drop down from data, it'll say sort range, advanced range sorting options. And then you just choose the column that you want to sort by. So for example, if you have a priority column one to 30 or whatever, you can sort your spreadsheet so that it's in order. But at the time of typing it, you don't have to do it in that in that way. Um, I'm probably confusing you. Don't worry. Let's go from the top. So, <laughs> and again, guys, if you're driving, walking, who cares, um, listening in the car, all good. Like I said, the resource is there for you to listen to later. But the key columns that I have in my spreadsheet is the priority number. So what's the order in which these things need to be done? And then I have a completed column. So I like to put a little tick in there, like a green tick, or you can just write done or yes um, in that. So it's a completed column. The third column is tasks. So what am I actually doing? The fourth column is delegated. So delegated is a really important column. And I, and I bet you a lot of your um, to-do lists or your um, checklists rather probably don't have a delegation column, but I would highly suggest it because uh, you need you can't do all the things. And so if a team member is doing it, then that's their responsibility. You can put their name in the delegation column. And that means that you know that you need to either check in with them or have a shared spreadsheet on a Google Drive or on a Trello board or Monday board or whatever you like to use. And then you guys can actually um, cohesively work together on that. And then you can see what's been done and not. I like shared online cloud spaces. That's for me. Um, 
if you're doing it manually, whatever, then you can just check in with your staff member and go, hey, did you do the thing? Then I have a due date column and then I have a notes and comments column. So just to recap, I have one, two, three, four, five, six columns in my spreadsheet. The first one is priority number. So the importance of what order these things should be done. The completed column, yes, no, or a tick. The task column, which is the thing you have to do. The delegation column, which is who is going to do it. Even if that's you, I just write Joe, 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 lots of Joes, <laughs> more Joes than I'd like. But um, yeah, but delegation column, the due date. So if that's relevant to you and you want to be like reminded of that and then a notes and comments column, just in case you want to write something down. Now with the template of this, I would just copy and paste it into a new tab or create a new spreadsheet or whatever for each independent show um, so that I'm not ruining my template. I like to, yeah, I don't want to ruin the template. Um, but other ways to use it is sometimes I just read out, like I use, I literally use red, um, you know, how you can highlight a line on, on an Excel sheet and just literally read it out. Um, I do that. And that means that I'm not deleting the cell or the line rather. I'm just saying, Hey, I don't really need that right now for this particular show. So I'm going to put that text in red. So I know that I don't, I don't need to worry about that one for this one. And then in the first column, I might write NA not applicable. So I don't have to worry about that. And you can always add to these as well. Like I find every single show I go, Oh yeah, that's a thing we, we never wrote, wrote down and we should probably write that down on the checklist. But I mean, look, I mean, there's so many things on here. How many columns do I have? Yeah, there's literally 63 columns. So, I mean, you're not going to memorize this off a podcast. It's not going to happen. But some of the general topics that I cover is sound equipment. So arranging extra sound equipment, if, if not provided by the venue, or have I spoken to the venue about their sound equipment? I mean, I know that sounds pretty basic, but you'd be surprised. Just booking a venue, you know, even if you do it a year out in advance, book the venue, tick done. Okay. Have I arranged the sound equipment? Tick done. Have I booked in the staff? Have I, um, you know, if I need tables, chairs, PA, that sort of stuff. I also book a van or a truck. So that's on my to-do list because um, we move sets and props. You might be managing costumes, all sorts of things. So just making sure that you've got those things arranged because it's so easy without a checklist to get to show day and go, oh, you're kidding me. We didn't book the van. And then you're scrambling and you don't want that. You know, you don't want to have that stress two days out and not have like transportation, for example. Um Little things like chocolates for cabaret event tables. So that's on my template. Now, we don't always run a cabaret-style show. We don't always put food out on the tables, but it's on my checklist because it depends on the style of show that I'm producing at that time. So it's on my checklist. If I don't need it for that particular production, I'll read it out and put NA in the first column. And I know that I'm not deleting it out of my spreadsheet if I'm working from the template and I like to just keep using it, but I'm but like I said, you can always just copy and paste this to a new tab on your spreadsheet or to a new sheet altogether. And just, um, yeah, you don't have to play with your template every time. I do play with it, actually. <laughs> I'm a bit naughty like that. But that's because it's my template and I kind of know. But, you know, it's all good. 
checking the awards nominations from your staff and then report findings to the director. So I like to get my staff to actually um, make suggestions for our end of year awards. Um, so, cause they work with the kids every day, you know, like if you're the core teacher, then that makes total sense. But if you're not, then check in with your teachers and ask them. So we do awards. Um, and then I'd be like, okay, then you've got to obviously order your awards. So once you know who you've selected, you've got to go and order them. Or if you're doing certificates, you've got to print them and write their names on them. And all of this stuff is on our checklist. Um, what else is here? We've got Oh my gosh, this is a funny one actually that's on my checklist, but I reckon it's actually really important. <laughs> Check items checklist prior to show day. <laughs> so every time I'm reading this checklist, I'm like, make sure you check it the day before and that you've done all the things, make sure you check it. So that's on there as well. And you can probably set yourself a reminder as well on your phone or whatever or on your, you, you know, your Google calendar or whatever you use um, to make sure that you're checking the checklist. I know that sounds crazy, but even three months out from the show, set a reminder, check the show checklist, get started. Because last thing you want to do, be doing is scrambling the week before on your checklist either. I mean, we've all been there, especially COVID times. Gosh knows. I mean, look, especially through COVID, because you didn't even know if your show was going to go on. Half the time I was ticking off things off this checklist going, I don't even know if we're going to be there in like two days. That's how it felt during COVID, let's be honest. Um, so you'd be doing all this preparation work and it was really tiresome because you didn't even know if you were going to get to show day and it could be literally, I remember, and this is just a little tangent, but I remember we were running a showcase and that day our showcase finished at 5 p.m. And I think this is in New South Wales, Australia, and the lockdowns, this is when they were being really harsh on the lockdowns, were starting at like six. So half the people didn't show up to the showcase because everyone was freaking out. Um, we still ran it, but to like half the audience, half the kids were in it, whatever, we just made do. And then we literally just had to pack down and run because we were all meant to be locked in our houses an hour after the show. It was mental. But, hey, we did it. I digress. Um, okay, coordinate raffle sponsorship and prizes. So, look, we don't do this anymore, but I keep it on my checklist just in case we do decide to do a raffle or a fundraiser for the for the studio or for whatever. I find that raffles and fundraisers at shows are actually really easy and good. So you can go and you can send out all the raffle tics, pro, tickets prior. You can do all that stuff. But honestly... If you just sell them on the show days, you sell, like you just have someone walking around with a little square device, like a little tap and pay. No one does cash anymore, guys. Tap and pay and you get someone in the audience and at the doors and everything like literally walking around going, hey, and you've got like a little table set up with the prizes and a poster saying what they get. You will sell, you will sell um, a, a heap of that. So we do that and we just get someone to volunteer to run at one of the parents We'll do the fundraiser, walk around and sell it or whatever, or one of our senior students or stuff like that. Okay, so, and getting sponsors. So you might want to organise that prior. So coordinate slideshow for the projector. We do projection slides for our musical theatre productions. Um, now your theatre may organise that. Maybe you don't do projections at all, um, but we do. So that's something that we actually have to like really think about because we're musical theatre as well. Like it has to be, 
each scene related and all that jazz. Um, create a microphone plot, again, very much based for drama schools, theatre schools, and um, when you're doing lots of microphone changes. Um, create a show handbook and distribute it amongst the students. I mean, these should probably be two separate points, hey? I might actually just separate it right now. Yep, see, this is what we do. Create a show handbook for students. I'm literally doing this live because this is how easy it is to have one of these things. And then you've got copy and paste, distribute, show handbook amongst staff and students. Great. See how easy that was? I literally just did that live while I was on the call with you. Done. We've just added another line to the checklist because I realized they're actually two separate tasks. So creating it and then distributing it is two different things. Okay. Um, where are we? Oh yeah. Create and distribute photo shoot name checklist for photographer per show. So this is about, um, so we do our photography, uh, like sometimes we do it. It depends. So there are two types of ways that we do this. Sometimes we do it after the show backstage and on stage. Um, and then sometimes we do it in studio. So it just depends how you do your photo shoots, but, um, just making sure that you've got your photo shoot list that every child's had their photo and all that jazz and that the photographer's been informed of what you want, what you need and want. Create your bows sheet. So we do a bows sheet, um, because we do, again, this is probably more relevant for theatrical schools. But again, just, you know, making sure that you don't forget someone's name or whoever you're introducing to the stage. Create an event schedule. Okay, guys, so having run sheets backstage, knowing the order of your show, making sure that they're printed and stuck up on the walls and all that jazz. Create live stream and Facebook group where needed. So this is this was a COVID thing. We did a lot of live streaming then, but mm, I would probably read that out at this stage. But that that you know you might live stream your events. It just depends. Live streaming can also work really really well if your if your capacity for the theatre just never actually quite is enough um, for your show. So you can have a live stream option. Now we do create next production flyers. So join the cast of X Y Z. This can actually be really great for if you have a special offer or if you're promoting something for re-enrollments or whatever, we put flyers on the chairs. We put one every three to four chairs at the theatre and we promote whatever we're doing next. So for you guys, it could be, you know, free trial week or orientation week in the school holidays or whatever. So whatever you're doing. Um, it could be half price this or get a free T-shirt if you join now. Whatever your promotion is, just um, creating a flyer and popping it on the chairs at the theatre is an, a way that we do it. And then if friends and family come that necessarily not necessarily in the school, they also get to see the promotion as well. Um, so I actually think this is a really important part of my checklist and that is create my open speech, um, acknowledgement to country, um, yada, yada. So making sure that you don't forget to actually write your speech prior. And we have our roll call. We have our excellence awards. We design our programs. So if you do programs, designing the programs is a task. Um, but also then making sure that, um, you know, then you've got to print the program. So that's a separate task, right? 
making sure that if your show, this has happened to us before, if your show falls on a week where it's not all of the school or all of your studio, so some of your students are still in class because that that happens to us. We have our senior show and our juniors are still in classes that weekend. So we have cover teachers come to fill the weekend where our seniors are performing so that our juniors aren't missing a lesson. So we make sure that we have cover teachers booked and confirmed. Um, okay, so I've said order the awards for the presentations, trophies and medals. Uh, look, organize a cash flow to $50 for each raffle and ticket tables. That's like if we need to, maybe a bit old school because now everyone taps, but still food for thought. Organize your music in order. Make sure your music is ready to go. Pack all items listed on the checklist. So we have an items checklist tab. Anyway, there's so much here. Um, I'm not going to go through them all. There's too many. So, you know, um, let me have a look. Sync music, sort necessary props, show shirts. Oh, this is a good one, guys, because this is an upsell opportunity. QR codes, QR codes for the flyers. Um, so, for example, we sell show shirts. So you might have, you know, so for us it might be show related, for example, The Little Mermaid or whatever or whatever it is. And uh, we have QR codes at the theatre where people can order them online. So we'll do this through drop shipping. So they order it online through the drop shipping site and um, it's so much easier because we don't have to order stock. So even if you sold 10 shirts, it wouldn't matter. You still made your money on your 10 shirts. If you sold 100, that's great. So, you know, it just means you're not holding on to stock because when it comes to, you know, I'm in the cast of The Little Mermaid or your whatever your show title is or theme like you know jane's dance academy 2023 live on stage whatever um whatever that is you know you don't want to have excess stock of that because once the the years passed and those people have done the show if you didn't sell them you didn't sell them no one's going to buy them so yeah, I think dropshipping works really well for that. And so we email everyone. We have all of these options to buy prior to the show, but we also have um, a poster at the show with a picture of the, the merch that we're selling and a QR code and people can scan it and purchase it and it's nice and easy. So I think that's a really good one to mention. Um, again, making sure that if you are bringing a square device, those things actually are really, funnily enough, they can be a bit tricky sometimes and they don't always work immediately. Like it can take a good 20 minutes to set yourself up and get ready on the day. Don't leave it to the last minute. Make sure they're all set up. You know, if you, if you don't sell out your shows and you want to send comp tickets to your um, staff, make sure you've got that on your checklist, like send comp tickets to team. Um, yeah. All this stuff, so much stuff. I think I've pretty much gone through most of it, actually. But, yeah, look, sending reminders to your contractors of arrival times one to three days prior, sending a reminder to staff of arrival times one to three days prior, and, again, a reminder to your students. Now, guys, remembering contractors and staff are different in my mind. So the staff of your team, they're with you all the time, but then you've got maybe a makeup artist, um, these extra contractors, the videographer, whoever the people are that are just coming in for those little bit parts during the event, you need to send them a reminder. Don't think, oh, I booked you three months ago. You're totally sweet. No, 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 no. 
Put it on your checklist to send a reminder one to three days prior to the event because you want it top of mind and you want to make sure that everyone's good to go. Because sometimes I might turn around and go, oh, didn't you get my email? Oh, yeah, I'm actually in Hawaii accidentally. Oops, I fell over and landed in Hawaii on holidays, right? And when that happens, you want to be so aware of it and not be caught with your pants down on show day going, where's my videographer? Where's my makeup artist? You don't want that. No, you don't. You want to make sure that you knew that a day or two days or three days prior so that you can make arrangements, alternative arrangements, or you can do it yourself if you had to. You could make an announcement to your clients and refund them for that extra service. It doesn't matter whatever the result is, even if it's a bad one, at least you're not stressing about it on show day because you knew about it, you resolved it, and you, you decided on the outcome, good or bad. Okay, so making sure that you're popping in in your show checklist those reminders. Now, again, you don't have to remember all of this stuff. I've been talking 20 minutes about tasks. I mean, oh, gosh, brain explosion, right? That is why I have a show checklist. And it's yours. It's yours for free. You can download it now, josephinelancuba.com forward slash show checklist or head to the show notes. Now, just another note about my show checklist. Um, yes, I have it available, like I said, um, in a spreadsheet. And then in the first tab, it says show task checklist. In the second tab, it says items checklist. See, now I see items different to tasks. So if there's things you actually have to bring, then pop them in the separate tab. And there might be a double up of things you said in the checklist, um, the initial one, the tasks, but that's okay. But, you know, bring the square device, bring the posters, bring the costumes, bring your laptop and the HDMI cable that connects to the, the projection screen. You know, I mean, you know how many times we haven't had an HDMI cable? That's really annoying, actually. So, yeah, I, I hate that. I hate that. So, you know, I'm just checking is my HDMI cable on there? Because that would be annoying if it wasn't. I'm going to write it down. HDMI cable for projection. See, I'm doing this live, guys, because that's how easy it is. Done. No wonder we've forgotten it. It wasn't on the checklist. <laughs> I've literally forgotten it like two or three times. Look, your brain gets frazzled, right? So your brain gets super frazzled and on the day you don't want to be going, oh, my God, what do I bring? What do I do? The masking tape, the 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 textures, the pens. You don't want to be thinking about that. Put it on your checklist, okay? So items checklist is a second tab and then the third tab is roles slash job delegation. So this is where I actually um, pre-assign who's doing what on show day and I don't wing it on the day. Things can evolve and change, absolutely, but at least I've got an outline of what I want to happen and then we can make adjustments if it makes sense on the day, but I don't have to reinvent the wheel on show day So or, or create the system. So what I'm talking about is who is your stage manager? Who's managing the left side of stage? Who is managing? So who's your stage left supervisor? Who's your stage right supervisor? Who's on your microphone swap table? 
Who's in your big dressing room? Who's your runner? I always have a runner, someone who can just run around and be at the stage manager's beck and call. Who's in the green room? Who's in the kitchen? Or, you know, who's doing DVD sales? It's not really DVDs anymore, but you know what I mean, video sales. Um, Who's doing the quick change? Who's assisting quick changes? Who's on the microphone setup? Who's on the music desk? Who's in dressing room one, two, blah, blah, blah. So you need to figure that out prior because you just, yeah, you don't want to be freaking out on show day, you know? So guys, that's kind of the gist of it all. I didn't think it would take me half an hour to talk about a show checklist, but there you have it. I did. Now guys, you don't have to do it the way I do it. You can be inspired by the way I do it. And by all means, download the free resource. Why not? But you don't have to do it the way I do it. And you're going to have very different things in there than I would, I'm sure. Like there are going to be things that you might do differently. So, you know, it could be iron the costumes if you're in charge of that. Like we have a costume director who does that, so I don't need to worry about that. But it could be that. It could be, um, you know, order the costumes, right? So just or deciding, I'm writing that down, costumes and then ordering the costume. See how this keeps growing? Costume fittings. Love it. Okay, costume fittings. Um, dress rehearsal. There you go. I just keep adding. See, it's like never ending, right? <laughs> but that's why you got to have it on a list and you don't want to be mucking about. Now, I'm going to put this in alphabetical order for you guys. Um, Again, I just sort my range. I go to advanced range sorting options, column C for me, and sort. And there it is in alphabetical order. Um, but, again, you can do this anyway. That makes sense to you. All right, everyone. Um, thank you so much. And, yeah, let's, let's hit show week. Let's do it. If you'd like to grab a copy of my show checklist, then head to josephinelangcuba.com forward slash show checklist. It's a free resource. It may inspire you or you can use it directly for your studio. So check it out, download it for free and enjoy show season, everyone. Thanks for listening.